Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey friends, and welcome back to the podcast. So today we are going to be discussing friends and money because I think it can get a little bit awkward with relationships and friendships when money is involved. What do you think about that, Pablo? Hi, Greg. I just wanted to call out one of my friends who owns me $100. <laughs> Here are my bank details. Please transfer me ASAP. <laughs> just before the end of the podcast. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, we're going to go through a few different situations and this time Pablo is the one that has been spending some time on Reddit to find us these stories. Thank you so much, Pablo. You're not the only one spending time on Reddit, Queen. <laughs> maybe maybe Pablo was writing some of these. We never know because it's all anonymous, right? Yeah, there was some story like 10 years ago. It was, you know, I've planned this. It was actually So we could you. read it later on. <laughs> Oh, it's funny. Okay, so we're going to go through different situations, starting with how to split costs when you go out with your friends, for example, going out for dinner or drinks or things like that. We found this really good, it's called like a life pro tip, LPT. I didn't know what that meant, but Googled it and now I know. I feel like I'm like a full-on Redditor now that I know all of the abbreviations and lingo. <laughs> So if you're going for dinner with friends you usually split the bill with and you're tight for cash, beat the anxiety and say before you go that you can't split the bill this time and you've picked cheap dishes for a reason. And I just thought this was a really great life tip because, you know, sometimes you're going out for dinner with friends, you're not quite sure if it's going to be, are people going to split the bill evenly or if people are going to, you know, pay for what they order. So I thought this was a really good life tip. What do you think about this tip, Pablo? I like this tip because you don't want to stress out for the dinner and it really depends, I guess. If you got Chinese food, it's easy because usually it's shared, but if you go more expensive restaurant, then that can be a little bit tricky if you are trying to save money. So I guess it's good to really do it up front mm. rather than waiting, being stressed all the, until the bill comes in that you don't know how other people think. So that way you're sure 100% that's what we agree. And there's no reason why your friend will disagree, I believe. Yeah, I reckon. I think it's so good because you're just saying it up front. And yeah, I feel like good friends would just be all for that. Sometimes you need to save money. Sometimes you want to pick the cheap dishes. And um, I think it's fair enough. So the next story is going to be about loaning friends money. And I asked you guys on Instagram what your thoughts are about loaning friends money. And there were just so many different opinions. Some people would never loan their friends money. They think it's just too awkward, kind of ruins the friendship. Other people are happy to loan their friends money, but they kind of see it as like, if I loan my friends money, that money's already gone in my head. And other people prefer to gift their friends money instead of loan the money. And yeah, I just think there are just so many different opinions about this topic. It's, it's kind of juicy. So we found this Reddit story. So let me just read it out. 
Reddit, how do you feel about loaning friends money? I know there are people out there who have loaned friends money before. My main question is, do you regret it or not? And if so, why? Long story short, I'm doing fairly well for myself, 22, have a large savings, and I'm paying off my mortgage on my own house. That being said, I've loaned friends money to stay out of debt many times, as I already went down the road and it's hard to rebound. 90% of the time they make it up, but there are always the cases where they just can't. My most recent situations... My best friend's kitten had broken its leg and I covered the medical bill as my friend had no way to pay it. I noticed my roommate struggling to make his rent, so I decided to halve his payment and asked him to set a budget for his pot use. An old friend from high school will generally come to me if she ever needs help and nine times out of ten she repays any loan. However, her college classes interfered with her work schedule and she is in the process of looking for a new job, so I won't see the money anytime soon. I told her to just focus on school as the loan I gave her was for her books. Edit, just wanted to clarify, in my situations, I can always part with the money I loan out. I don't give my friends a timeline or anything to pay me back. I just say, here is the money, pay me back whenever you can. If you don't, I won't be helping you out next time. The thing I'm trying to find out is if people have good or bad stories about loaning money to a friend. What do you think about that, Pablo? Like this whole situation, what are your thoughts on loaning friends money? Yes, it's very interesting because we actually were talking about it yesterday and we were just thinking who will be loaning money to and who will not give money to or loan money to. And I feel like good friends usually that you will be loaning the money to, they probably hardly ever ask you for money rather than maybe not so good for not always like the best friends would maybe potentially more likely to be asking you so. That's interesting. Also, what's interesting in the story is that this person has loaned a lot of money, I feel like, to a lot of people. And I feel like he's the go-to person to loan money, even at 22 years old. So obviously, it's very nice, but I just feel like it's like a lot. What do you Mm. think? Yeah, I wonder. I think it's a really lovely thing to do. You know, sometimes people struggle with money. And I think it's nice to be able to have friends that have your back in those situations. But then I also worry a little bit about this guy. And I guess he's just like mental health, I guess, because he's he's writing this story on Reddit. I'm not quite sure how he feels about it. I feel like if he had no problem with it and loaning his friends money, maybe he wouldn't be on Reddit asking people for feedback on this. So maybe he's also doing it a little bit too much. Maybe he's a little bit uncomfortable about it. I mean, I'm not sure. I'm just guessing because I personally would not write a Reddit story about this. I would just, I have loaned my friends money in the past. It wasn't a lot of money, so it didn't really, you know, disturb my mental peace or anything. So I certainly wouldn't be writing a Reddit story. So I'm just curious about, yeah, how he actually feels about it. Because if he doesn't feel good about it, and if he's maybe doing it a bit too much and it's stressing him out a little bit, well, I think that's also important too. You want to be a good friend, but yeah, your mental health is also important. And what's funny thing is that, a good thing I think is that he's not going to loan money to the same person twice if they don't repay him. So he has limits mm. and you don't want to go into like this just money then more and more and more and never ending situation yeah that's true like I actually had a friend she asked me to borrow money 
And I did it at the beginning. I was like, yeah, sure. I mean, it wasn't a lot of money. It wasn't like thousands or anything. I think it was, it was less than $200. So I was like, okay, that's fine. You know, sent her the money. And in my mind, I kind of already like wrote that money off. Maybe she'll pay it back. Maybe she won't. That's fine. I can part with that money. She ended up paying me back a few weeks later, which was good. But then another few weeks later, she asked me again for money. And I was a bit like, oh, you know, I I don't know if I want this to be like a recurring situation. So I felt really torn because I'm one of those people. I just feel so bad saying no to people. But I, I said no the second time. I was like, look, girl, love you. Thank you for paying me back. And I appreciate you. But I don't really want this to be a recurring thing. So I think a good friend would understand that as well. And maybe it's a good time to look at the life pro tip. Oh, sorry. Just side note. I also wanted to mention, you know, the Tinder swindle. I feel like everybody's watched that Netflix yeah. show lately. And I just wanted to bring that up because I feel like it is important to have boundaries if you do decide to lend your friends money because... I feel like in that situation, the Tinder swindler, if you guys haven't seen it, by the way, basically there are some situations where some friends were loaning this guy a lot of money. They were loaning their friend money that they didn't have themselves. They were taking out loans to loan their friend money. And of course, that just makes it stressful for the friend because, you know, they've taken out a loan to, to, you know, loan their friend money. So... I think that it's important to have those boundaries and I would never take out a loan or like give somebody money that I don't actually have. Yeah, because you never know what can happen, right? Yeah, exactly. So let's look at this life pro tip. If friends or family ask to borrow money, just consider it given away. If you absolutely need repayment, you can't afford to lend it. Having serious expectations of repayment may likely damage your relationship. If they repay you, great. If not, You just gave them a gift. And yeah, this is my mindset with it. I will happily lend people or like gift people money. And, you know, if they want to pay me back, that's fine. If they don't want to pay me back, well, it's not money that I didn't have and money that I was expecting to get back anyway. So, yeah. What do you think about that, Pablo? Would you loan people money? Like I said, I guess I will lend to good friends that uh, I trust that they will give it back. Hmm. But, uh, yeah, I would consider like a gift and... You know, there will be like some limits on things that I can't I can live without. Yeah, that's my thinking as well. Okay, so the next topic that we will be discussing is how to split finances when you're going on holiday with your friends. And we have a very, very, very juicy story with this one. I love that story. <laughs> it's it's really good, guys. So listen up. Am I the asshole for ending a twenty year friendship? over a vacation gone wrong. So for context, this friend, 27 female, and myself, 26 female, have known each other since third grade. She mentioned the idea of going on a mini vacation together since I'm moving to a new state soon. I let her know that I'd be down, but I couldn't spend too much on it because I had a lot of moving expenses coming up and I would be leaving one of my jobs behind. She agreed that we could do a cheap trip And so I mentioned maybe going to DC or Charlotte since we had friends there we could stay with and it would save us both a ton of money on hotels. She said that she'd really prefer to go to Boston instead, but she was willing to pay for the hotel since she knew I was trying to save money for my move. 
fine. So I went ahead and bought our flights and the night before the trip, I sent her the breakdown of what her half costs and she responded with, we'll figure it everything out at the airport. Is that the red flag? I think it's a bit of a red flag, to be honest. Um, anyway, the next morning, I pick her up from the airport, we park, get on the plane, and literally, as soon as I land, I get a text from my mum that I had some kind of parking ticket mailed to her house, and I now owned $375, or my license was going to get suspended. Obviously, my mood immediately went to shit. Because I wasn't anticipating something like that coming up, I got so stressed out that I started tearing up and my friend at this point asked me what's wrong. I tell her and she says, don't worry about paying for the hotel, I'll cover it. To which I'm thinking in my head, didn't we already decide that from the beginning? She still hasn't mentioned anything about sending me money for her flight or the parking and just kind of waits for me to collect myself and then we go start walking around the city. I would also like to mention that this friend of mine is a director at a hospital and makes very good money and she talks about it all the time. So anyway, we're walking around and I'm trying to get myself together when all of a sudden we come across a tour. The tour costs $45 with tax and my friend insists she really wants to go. Obviously, I'm not in a position where paying that much money feels comfortable for me, but again, I wanted to be a good friend, so I hesitantly agreed. We get up to the cashier and the lady asks us if we're paying together or separate, to which my friend responds separate, super fast and kind of loud. At this point, I totally shut down. I couldn't bring myself to fake having a good time. We ended up doing the trip separately the next day and when we got back home, I sent her a long message about how disrespected I felt that she never paid me for her flight, that she had zero empathy when I was clearly upset and stressed and was overall so incredibly selfish. I just decided I just don't want friends like that in my life and I let her know that I didn't think we added any value to each other's lives and it was time to part ways. Am I the asshole for totally and completely ending this friendship of 20 years over an incident like this. And then there's an edit. At the end of the trip, I explicitly asked her to pay back her half for the flights and she told me no because she had a terrible time due to my lack of enthusiasm and was therefore justified in not paying. Interesting. What do you think about that, Pablo? Yeah, 20 year friendship is a long friendship. To be ended that in. is a very long friendship, hey? It's so disappointing. I'm, I'm sad that this happened to them, you know? just want to give them both a hug. Honestly, it, it's, it makes me sad sometimes reading these stories. I'm like, oh, guys, sad. Every, every story you want to give people a hug. I do. I really do. But, yeah, what, what do you think about this situation, Pablo? Who is the asshole? Uh, it's not easy. It's to, not easy, uh, yeah. I think uh, obviously we know only one side of the story. Mm -hmm. One thing I think is not fair is like, you know, when you say something like you're going to pay for the flight, something like that, you should be paying whatever, regardless of if you had a good time or not. Mm. You know, it's your airfare. You've took the plane from A to B and you said, oh, you said we'll see at the airport. But I imagine that. You know, it's mm. like you're going to pay for your effort. So if you do say that, regardless of if you had a good time or not, I think it's fair enough to pay for it. After, I think, for the other girl to go on holiday, knowing that she doesn't have a lot of money, can be bossed on or whatever, it's probably not the smartest idea. 
I agree with Pablo. I think that she, if she said she'd pay for the hotel, I think it's only fair that they also like split the cost of the flights. But also, maybe that wasn't really clear from the beginning. And I wonder how much the hotel cost. Was that like a lot more than the flights? Do you know what I mean? Maybe, maybe the other girl was thinking in her head, oh, this hotel's quite expensive. It's a lot more than the flights. So maybe that's like, I'm already paying more by paying for the hotel. I don't know. I'm, I'm just not sure. So I think they did not communicate it very well. It's pretty clear. And I feel like it's, it's probably a bit of a miscommunication. Yeah. And I reckon also, I don't know, like just the, the context, it sounds like a pretty bad trip. You know, I feel sorry for this girl for obviously being stressed financially. But I also think that in some ways, I feel like, for example, going on the tour, she said that she wasn't in a position where paying that much money felt comfortable to her, but she wanted to be a good friend and hesitantly agreed. I feel like she should have been up front and said to her friend, look, I, I really can't afford this. You can go if you want, but maybe I'll stay behind. It kind of seems like she was expecting her to pay without really communicating that she couldn't pay for it. So I don't know. I just thought that part was a little bit iffy, you know? It is. And what would be interesting is to know, is that the, in 20 years, is that the first time that it happened? Mm. Or has it happened before and, you know, it all builds up? Or was the last time they went on holiday together, that was a di- different dynamic? I mean, I'm sure in 20 years, a lot has happened. Yeah, that's true. So is there something else we don't know? Yeah, it, it seem, it's a little bit hard because I feel like on one hand, I, I just feel like it's a bit of a miscommunication. And also, I think that the person that wrote this Reddit comment, she probably could have been more clear to her friend about her financial situation. And she was also expecting her friend to do things without being clear about her financial situation. And I think that's where all relationships go a bit awry. It's like when one person is expecting something, the other person to do something, but isn't quite communicating that they want something done. It's kind of like if I'm looking at Pablo and I'm like, Pablo better do this. And like, I'm trying to telepathically send him messages. And I'm like, Pablo better clean that dish in the sink. And I'm looking at him and then he doesn't do it. And then I get pissed at him because he doesn't clean the dish in the sink. Like that's kind of what it, what it's like. I feel like this story and it's not good. Like you should just be like, Hey Pablo, clean that dish in the sink. And if he does it, then I'm like, okay. And then Pablo knows that I'm thinking that. So communication Communication guys. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care. Plush care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Yeah, two sides of the story, so waiting for the other side. Yeah, yeah, I'm curious, I'm curious. Okay, so the next question, <laughs> okay, this one's a good one too. Another one about splitting costs on like vacations and holidays and things like that with friends. Am I the asshole for expecting shared vacation costs be split by person and not by couple? We'll try to summarize as best I can. I've got an upcoming vacation where I'm sharing an Airbnb with three friends. 
Two of them are a married couple, the other is single. I had booked the place and was expecting an even four-way split for costs. The husband of the couple says I'm being cheap for not splitting it three ways, with him and his wife counting as one unit. This doesn't make sense to me, but who knows, maybe I'm in the wrong, so I'm putting it out to you to decide. If this matters, the sleeping breakdown is the married couple gets the room with the queen bed and my single friend and I are using couches and air mattresses. What do you think about that one, Pablo? Oh, my God. <laughs> it's so awkward, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I think like, they are getting the best of the deal by having the queen bed. And on top of that, they are asking... They want to pay less? Yeah. I don't get that. I mean, like, yeah, you're getting a queen bed and, like, a private room, and it seems like the other two friends are using couches and air mattresses. That's not ideal. Let's be real. And, like, I think, for one, it should be split evenly between person because I don't think this married couple, when they go to the movies... They pay they, for two tickets. They pay for two tickets, so they pay for you know, each separately. And if anything, I reckon they should pay a bit more for having the better accommodation. And their friends are actually being quite nice to them by not asking for a little bit more for having a better bed. Exactly. I think they are being cheap for just saying that. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. This is why it can get so awkward when just with friends and money, because I feel like when these sorts of situations happen, it's like super awkward. Do you think? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. So this one is about moving in with flatmates and friends. So roommate and friend hasn't paid rent. Unsure how to move forward. Advice needed. My roommate, 29 male, let's call him Sam, is beginning to be a problem and I don't know what to do. I, 30 female, own a rather large house in a mid-sized city. I've got three upstairs bedrooms that I do not use as the master is on the first floor. So when I first bought the house, I figured that it would be a perfect setup for roommates to bring in some extra income. Sam moved in in March 2020, and for a while, things were going fine. He paid his rent on time, $600 a month. I'd say average market rate in my city is $1,000 per month for a one-bedroom apartment. The cost to run the house is $2,000 per month for reference. However, over the last six months, things have taken a turn. Sam has been late on his rent payments five out of the last six months. He has every excuse in the book. Hockey Jews were this month. <laughs> or oh, I had some unexpected things pop up. Some months he doesn't pay me until the last week of the month. It's partly my fault for saying it's okay for so long and initially he did communicate when he was struggling. Now he says nothing. I should also mention he has a good tech job. Of all the roommates I've ever had over the last few years, he has the highest paying job of them all. So there is no reason for him to be like this. I finally sat down and talked to him this month about how this was unacceptable and he took responsibility, apologized, asked if we could move rent from the 1st to the 15th and promised he would stop spending money on stupid things and get his life in order. I agreed to move the rent to the 15th of June. He paid me 900 300 for the first half of June, 600 for the next month. It is now June 18th and he hasn't paid. He's out of town at the moment, so I can't really talk to him about this. Now for the fun part. We both play hockey together. We're on the same team. Sam runs the team. 
So if there is bad blood with him, there's a chance he will retaliate and kick me off and I won't get to spend time with the rest of our friends we play with. Since I purchased this home three years ago, my income has increased dramatically and I no longer financially need his rent income. He does not contribute at all to household chores. I don't even think he knows where the vacuum lives. And while I like Sam as a person and as a friend, him not paying me is causing me anxiety that I do not want to deal with. I've mentally given him until the end of the weekend to pay up. But if he doesn't do that, what do I say to him? I feel like I'm fucking him over because if he can't make $600 rent, how could he put a security deposit down on an apartment? Am I being too much of a hard-ass since I don't really need his rental income anyways? Too long didn't read. My roommate has been negligent on rent and I want him to either pay or leave without damaging our friendship. We've had many talks about this before. Interesting story. Yes, yeah, very son. interesting. So what do you think about it, Pablo? It's complicated to have friends and, you know, having them move uh, if this happens, especially. And I guess now you have to kind of put like a different hat. Uh, it's not the friend hat, but the landlord hat. And uh, it's a bit tricky, obviously. I think what's interesting, like, there's been some walks towards and um, what happened is that they have tried to find a solution by, you know, splitting twice. But he seems to, this time, making good money. And I don't know why they are not able to pay the rent. So it's a bit interesting. Yeah, I feel like if it, maybe if Sam had lost his job or there was something a bit different, I feel like you could have a bit more like sympathy or empathy for him because you're like, oh, look, he's really trying. You know, he lost his job for X, Y, Z reason, but he's working. He's got a good tech job. He's the high, he has the highest paying job out of all of the roommates that she's had over the years. So it's kind of like... He's trying to use his position maybe in the team of hockey or whatever, or use that they are friends to be like, oh, don't worry about this. It's like, but if it was the reverse situation, I'm sure Sam would be the first one to say, hey, raise my rent. Exactly. And I feel like maybe you can hear in Pablo's voice, maybe maybe we've had some friends like that before. Juicy. I mean, that's another story for another time. But yeah, I agree. I feel like you don't want to think about your friends in that way. But sometimes there are people out there that think like that. Like, I think most people are quite fair and if they have money, they're going to pay their friends back or they want to pay their fair share. But sometimes there are people that think a little bit differently. And I think it is important to be aware of that because you don't want to be taken for a ride. And this lady, she's obviously stressed. She's writing on Reddit. She said that it's damaging her friendship and just mentally just having to think about all of this when she could be thinking about other things and she could be out there enjoying her life. She has to worry about this, which it's not really fair on her. Yeah, and the annoying thing is that let's say when someone owns you money for dinner or holiday or whatever, it's just a one-off. But this is like as soon as Sam pays, you know that next month is going to be the next and next month. So it means like this is a never-ending situation as long as this person lives in your house. So it's like stress ongoing. Like it's been, she was saying, five out of the last six months, it's been like this. So it really shows that 
it's like six months of stress, if not more. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's just, that's really rough. And it sounds like she gave him a bit of a discount on the rent as well. So on top of that, she if has, he wanted to move somewhere else, yeah. yeah. I don't think we should consider that as part of, she has decided to do that. Yeah, so. she has, yeah. I know, but it's just a bit unfair because she's yeah, trying course. to like be empathetic yeah, to a situation been... and try to, yeah, on one hand... You want to be a good friend. You want to help out your friends, especially if they're struggling or something happens. But on the other hand, you also got to look out for yourself as well. You don't want to be taken for a ride. And I think it's a bit of a balancing act, right? 100%. So thank you so much for listening to this episode about friends and money. And we would love to hear from you guys. What do you think about friends and money? How do you prefer to manage, I guess, like relationships and money? And how do you prefer to split things when you go out for dinners or go on holidays and things like that? Let us know. Yeah, very keen to hear. And we'll see you next time. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.